First of all, welcome back to everyone. It's wonderful to uh, be back learning together with you on uh, Sunday morning. Ashkayach for coming. I also wanted to uh, thank uh, Dr. Dudi Diamond, who uh, is sponsoring a breakfast here at the Sunday morning shir again this year, as he did uh, as he did uh, last year. And a, a great ashkayach to him uh, for being uh, Mahana the Eilam and inspiring the Talmud Torah here on Sunday morning. I want to discuss. Um, the topic of abortion in halacha, this is a topic which is always in the sphere of public conversation, particularly here in America, but it does come up uh, in certain rare, unfortunate situations, Lamaisa. So it is important to be informed and to, uh, and to be knowledgeable about what, uh, what is the halachic position with regards to abortion. It is also relevant to, the, uh, to this week's parasha, Parashas Noyach, because the, the official or primary source for abortion in the Torah comes from a passage in next week's parsha of Shefech Dam Ha'adam Ba'adam Dama Yishafech. The Gemara here on Masech the Sanhedrin and Zion Mabez quotes the passage Shefech Dam Ha'adam from next week's parsha, a person who spills someone else's blood. Ba'adam, in an Adam, Dama Yishafech. His blood should be spilled. In other words, he's Chayiv Misa. How do you have an Adam in an Adam? So says the Gemara, That is a fetus inside of its mother. Now the context of that Gemara, Masech the Sanhedrin, is discussing specifically B'nai Noyach. The Gemara says, Ben Noyach is Nerag B'dayin Echad, Be'eid Echad, Shaloi Ba'asra, and Rabbi Shmuel adds, Afilu, Amru, Afal Ha'ubrim. A Ben Noyach is not allowed to uh, perform an abortion, as included in the Pesach, Shreifech Dam Ha'adam Ba'adam, However, the Gemara is only talking about Ben Noyach. What about by Kalal Yisrael? What about by Yidin? The Gemara doesn't say. However, the Gemara does have a rule later on, There is nothing which is uh, permitted for a Yidin is also for a Ben Noyach. In other words, if something is also for a Ben Noyach, it should, uh, it's logical that it should be also for a Yid as well. We have more mitzvahs than B'nai Noyach, so if something applies to B'nai Noyach, it should certainly apply to us. But we don't have an explicit source in the Gemara prohibiting, or in the Psukim, prohibiting abortion for a Yid. The Pasuk is talking about, and Pashas Noyach is talking about B'nai Noyach. So Taisus writes in that Gemara, in the Testament Aleph, <coughs> he asks, really, Leka midi du Yisrael sharu l'nachri yasser. He says, Val ha'ubrim, on the second line, ha'ubrim da'evik ha'chavim chayiv. The Israel Potter, we have no Pasuk. He assumes we're Potter because we have no Pasuk to be Machayev, you and Misas Bezdin for performing an abortion. So clearly there is no Misas Bezdin, even though our Nachri is put to death. But by Yid, we don't have Misas Bezdin. So isn't that, doesn't that fly in the face of the rule of Lech immediately Israel's show in Nachri Yasser? Taisa says, Mikom, the Afagab the Potter, I'm sorry, even though there is no Misas Bezdin, Mikom Makam Lo Shari. Taisa says, Taisa says, even though there's no Misas Bezdin, for a yid to perform an abortion, but it's not mutter. <coughs> it is oser. How do you know? Because if it's oser for a ben nayach, they're put to death. It, it makes sense that it's oser for Klal Yisrael, for a yid to do it, even though, despite the fact that there is no misas bezdin. So Taisa says that there is an iser, even though there's no misas bezdin, it is oser. But Taisa doesn't define the iser force. He doesn't tell us what kind of iser are we dealing with, and that's going to make uh, a world of difference. Based on what type of visa we're talking about? Why is Misa's best and relevant to all, all seven Amisa? Correct. So, and not all them are Misa by Yisrael? Correct. It's not a relevant fact. <coughs> no. Okay. Well, it is relevant if you're trying to determine what is Yisrael we're talking about. Okay. 
So, you know, intuitively, we would say, well, it says, Shvichas Domim, we're talking about an Isser of Ritzicha, even though there's no Misas based in penalty, you know, punishment for performing this, uh, this Avera. We have other times that a person performs the Isser of Ritzicha, and there's no Misas based in. If a person kills a Trefa, someone who cannot live 12 months, so you have violated Ritzicha, even though a person is not put to death for that uh, violation of Ritzicha. Certain types of Ritzicha carry with it Misas based in, and others do not. So it's not, you know, far, you know, far-fetched to claim that we're dealing with an iser of Ritzicha. So Tesis tells us it's Potter. There's no Misas Bezin. But he doesn't tell us what type of visa we're talking about. Intuitively, we would say it's an iser of Ritzicha. So that's what the Mizrahi writes on Chumish, and Parashat Mishpatim, on the Pasuk, Make ish vameis mois you must. If you kill a man and he dies, you should be put to death. Writes the Mizrahi of Chumash, one of the commentaries on Rashi, that we're dealing with, even though an ish really means a full-fledged uh, person who's, you know, come out, if a person performs an abortion, that is also an iser of Ritzicha. And I would say that that's the intuitive uh, conclusion. It doesn't say that he's going to get death. If, the, if it was, if the fetus is considered... Yes. Person, yes. Right? The implication is that they should also be <coughs> should carry with a Mises based in. Right. Exactly. Yes. Well, if you kill so a tray for there's no Mises based in. I'm saying, but so does that imply a different status for the fetus? I would say so, but I think intuitively one can make the argument that it's ritzicha, but it doesn't carry with it the penalty, uh, the they, punishment. They consider a different status because it definitely has a different status because there's no Mises based in. Right. But the question is, is that pull it out of ritzicha entirely, or does that uh, not? Okay, so the Mizrahi claims that it is Ritzika, even though it doesn't carry with it the penalty of Misa's Bays and the punishment, much like we have other similar, uh, similar types of uh, situations. factor in the development? We'll get to it, we'll get to it, we'll get to it. However, there's a troop in the Chavaz Yor. The Chavaz Yor was of Yar Bakrak, who was the Rav in Worms in the end of the 1600s. So he has a chuba where he writes, No, this is not an Isser of Ritzika. Tarsus says it's Osir. Okay. But what type of Easter? He claims this is an Easter which is included under the umbrella of Hitzah Zerul of Atala. It's wasting the potential for life. This is a potential life here. It's not a life yet. It's a potential for life. And this is included in that the general parsha, that general Easter of Hitzah Zerul of Atala. That's his Chiddush of the Chavos Yoyer. The later Achreinim are not happy with the Chiddush of the Chavos Yoyer. Um, Particularly because Hatzah Zerul of Atola is a Gansa discussion, Deiraisa, Derabonan, and then on top of, so he would be saying Sinisa Deiraisa, but more than that, women are also included in this Easter of uh, abortions. Make no difference between a man and a woman when it comes to these types of Isurim. Yet a woman is not included in Hatzah Zerul of Atola, she's not included in the mitzvah of Puruvu, according to Roy Varishainim. And more than that, she's not including Puruvu according to everyone. She's probably not including Hatzah Zerubatala either according to Rav Rishonim. So to say uh, that this is the Easter of abortion is because of Hatzah Zerubatala wasting the potential for life is difficult. But it's even more difficult. The Sri uh, Deyesh asks on the Chavaz Yoyer, the Kuychemda, classical Pulish Sefer and Chumash, also has a good time with the Chavaz Yoyer. They ask, but what about Bnei Noyach? B'nei Nach, which is the whole source in the Torah for the Easter of abortions, Anach Haivim Puruvu, the Mitzvah Puruvu that we have in Parshas Bereshis ended at the time of uh, Kabbalah's HaTorah, just simply to populate the world, and now the Mitzvah Puruvu is not one of the Shepherd Mitzvahs B'nei Noach, that's only by Klal Yisrael. So B'nei Noach themselves are not Chayv to uh, populate the world, the Mitzvah Puruvu ended at the time of Kabbalah's HaTorah that applied to B'nei Noach. So then, to say that it's wasting a potential for life 
uh, is the issue of abortion is difficult since uh, it would make, a, make it difficult to apply that issue of abortion then to B'day Noyach. The Gemara said that in Russia Yishmael Sheikh Tabodim is exclusively abortion or regular Ritzich and abortion right? Oh, is that the source for Ritzich? What difference does it make? Because then, then you see it's Ritzich. It's, if, it, if that Pasek is including so it's a different Issa. Ah, you're saying the two Issa are different. By Benoyach is Ritzicha. Good. You could defend the Chavisir in such a way. I, I, I'm sympathetic to that argument. I like it. But um, I think the Chavisir is difficult in general. To call it. Uh, it's difficult, in my opinion. Is approval by No. It's not when the Shevim misses by now. The approval. Okay, that was the suggestion of the Chavisir, but again, I think it's more, uh, it's more, uh, you know, fodder for the Populish Svarim. I don't know if it really is, uh, is accepted by any of the, it's dealt with by the Paiskim, but it's not, uh, it's more of a side issue. What, uh, many Paiskim, though, um, address is the, uh, suggestion of Marit, who's at the end of the period of the Rishonim. The Marit writes in the Truva and Simon Sadi test that the Easter of abortions, Titus doesn't say what it is. So some could say it's an Easter of Ritzicha, as we mentioned. However, the Marit writes it's not an Easter of Ritzicha, it's an Easter of Chayvo Ba'atzmoi. The Rambam writes over here, Perakei, Hilchus Chayvo Umazik, it's based on the Gemara and Bavakam and Daf Sadi Aleph, that also Lodam Lachbo, Bain Ba'atzma, Bain Bechavera, Derech Nitzoyin. You're not allowed to wound yourself or others, in a harmful or destructive fashion. Shenemar, as the Pesach says, in Parashat Kiseitzei, Lo Yosef Lakaisai, Beisden is not allowed to add to the 39 Malkus. And in Mizira Torah, Shalai Lo Yosef if Beisden is not allowed to be uh, given extra mal- you know, Malkus for the Chaytei, Kalva Chaymer, Lamakas HaTzadik, certainly then to wound a Tzadik, a person who's not a Baal of Aaron Chayv Malkus, would be prohibited, and included in that, it's being chayvo ba'atzmai. We don't subscribe to the notion that is uh, in the veld that it's my body, I have the right to do to my body what I choose. No, we are not allowed to be chayvo ba'atzmai. Our bodies are on loan to us from the Rebunish Shalom, and we have to follow the mitzvahs of the Torah as it relates to our bodies to take care of it. So if that's the case, one is uh, the Torah tells us you're not allowed, a part of that entails, you're not allowed to wound yourself. This... The Yad Ramah writes in Sanhedrin, I am Beis and Mebeis, is the implication of a parasha we're familiar with in Parashas Mishpatim. The Pasuk tells us in Mishpatim, Ki Yinatsu Shnei Anoshim, when two people are fighting, and uh, one of them hits an Ishahara, they hit a pregnant woman, and she ha- miscarries her child as a result of being hit. So says the Pasuk, Benasam Beflilim, what do you have to do? You pay money. You, so how could you pay money for causing a miscarriage, causing an abortion? If we're dealing with an issue of Ritzicha, says the Yarama, you can't pay your way out of Ritzicha. You can't uh, pay Kaifer. You can't get out of that. You'd have to, so if there's no Mises Basin, fine, okay? But you can't pay money to get out of the issue of Ritzicha. From the fact that you pay money for causing a miscarriage, for causing, in other words, an abortion, so it must be that we're dealing, uh, perhaps, with, a, with an Easter of Chavoah. So that's the approach of the Marit. Okay, so Toysus tells us like this. Toysus says, if it's also by B'nai Noach, the Pasuk Shevech, Dam Ha'adam Ba'adam Dama Yishofech, it's, it's uh, presumable that we can assume that it, it applies. Huh? That's a Shegeg. That's a Shegeg. Okay. If you're a Shegeg by Ritzicha, you can't write a check. Yeah, there's no money. M- money's not shaykh to Ritzicha. Yeah, but it's chaybo. It's in the parish of Mishpatim, the parish of Chaybo B'chaviro. So if you hit her and she doesn't die, 
So then uh, you provide the check. talking about someone who doesn't have themselves also, so Kabila doesn't happen. Sure it does. You can't be Chayvo Ba'atzma. You're not allowed. How about a guy? What about a guy? You can go to a doctor. It's not Jewish. But that, but that, you're being a judgment here. He, he's Mitzvah and a boy. He's the Pasuk is by Goyim. It's worse by the Goyim. We're an extension from the Goyim. The Pasuk says, Shreyvah, Dama, Odom, Odom, by Goyim. So Taisa says, Mestama, it's also by us too. I forgot the part of me, Komokom, Lo, Shari. What kind of visa are we talking about? So we have two possibilities on that. We'll leave for another time. So we have... The possibility of it's an Isaritzicha, I think that's the intuitive approach. That's the Mizrahi. And then the Maritz approach, which is, uh, which is dealt with by, by, by many Paiskim, is that perhaps we're dealing not with an Isaritzicha, we're dealing with an Isar Chayvo Ba'atzmai. Well, you can't be, you're not allowed to be Chayvo Ba'atzmai. But who says that's Chabila? Who says you're Chayvo? A person makes a judgment call that that's what I want. Oh, we'll get it, we'll get it, we'll get it, we'll get it, we'll get it. It's, it's Chayvo, you're saying there's a heter because I want to do it. Okay, what you're saying is, okay, we'll get to it in a second. A hundred percent, but we're dealing with Chavos, you have to sidestep your way around with an argument like you're making, we'll get to your point in a, in a few minutes. This issue, whether or not uh, abortions, we're dealing with an Isra for Tzicha, even though there's no Misas Bezin, by a Yid, you don't get killed, or we're dealing with an Isra Chavala, is generally assumed to be a Machlaikas between Rashi and the Rambam as to how to learn a Mishnah Masech Tzaholos. The Mishnah tells us in Parag Zayin, Mishnah Vav over here, Oisei, which we're familiar with, a woman who is in uh, labor, but she's having a difficult time, and her life is in danger. So, In other words, without the graphic details, you can abort the fetus. Her life takes precedence over that of the fetus, Yatsa Rubai, or some Rishonim of the Girsa, the Rambam, Yatsa Roshai. If the head comes out, or Rive of the fetus comes out, Ein Neugimbo. Now you cannot touch the, the, the child, you cannot kill him to save the mother. Ein Deich Nefesh Mipnei Nefesh. You cannot kill one person to save someone else. Bikuach Nefesh is one of the greatest mitzvahs in the Torah, V'chai Bohem. But yet there are three mitzvahs that it uh, cannot override. It cannot override. You cannot save one person by killing someone else. But until the baby comes out, then you can abort the fetus in order to save uh, the mother. Why? What's the difference? What's the difference? Once the baby comes out, you can't you can't kill the baby in order to save the mother. Once the head comes out. How come before the head comes out you can? So writes Rashi, Mesechta Sanhedrin, I am Beis and Beis. The calls man over here Oizvav Shelo Avir Ha'olam until the baby has come out. Lav Nefeshu. He's not a nefesh. He's not a full-fledged, uh, you know, life. Therefore, you can abort the fetus to save the mother. He's not alive yet. In which case, it does not sound like I mean. We're not adding that much to Rashi to say we're not dealing with an Iser Vritika. If he's Lav Nefeshu, we're dealing with some other Iser. What is the other Iser? Again, we're left a little bit, you know, wondering, but let's assume it's like the Marit, which I think is the most viable option on the table, is that we're dealing with an Iser of Chayvo Ba'atzmai or Chayvo uh, uh, Chavala with a woman. It makes sense. It's illogical, I agree. Nefeshu means that it's nothing or that it's not independent. It means it's a, a limb, a limb of the mother. So to cut off a limb, uh, is, uh, to amputate a limb is chayvo, which you're not allowed to do gratuitously. 
So, oh, but here's to save the mother. Oh, you can violate the Easter of Chavala because of the Mitzvah, Pikuach Nefesh of Chaybaim. It's not Doecha Ritzicha. Once the baby comes out and it's alive, now you can't kill the baby to save the mother, but before it is, it's an Easter of Chavala, and Pikuach Nefesh takes precedence over Chavala, like it takes precedence over most of the Mitzvahs of the Torah. The Rambam, though, has a different shot in that mission in Ahalis. Writes the Rambam, Barak Alv Hilchus Retech Halochates. Over here, Oizayim. A woman who's in labor, you're allowed to abort the fetus in order to save her life. Why? Here he gives a reason. Because he's being right for her to kill her. Like a, a person who's running after someone else with a gun. As we all know, you're allowed to kill the right to save the near that doesn't mean the right is not alive. That from the fact, we'll get to in one second, from the fact that the Rambam, the Neid Behuda writes on this Rambam, Rabbi Kiva Eger has in the Hagos and the Mishnahis and the Sechtus Ha'olas, from the fact that the Rambam has to evoke Roydev, that's the only reason you're allowed to kill the Vlad, to allow to abort the fetus. It sounds like we're dealing with a real life. It sounds like we're dealing with the Nefesh, from the fact that he had to resort uh, to Roydev. So says the Rambam, a different reason. So it sounds like from the Rambam, it's only mutter because of roidev, and the, the uh, fetus is a full-fledged uh, life. At the same time, the Rambam continues. But but once the head comes out, now you cannot touch the child. You cannot abort the fetus or kill the baby. You cannot kill one person to save the other. So ask the Achreidim like this on the Rambam. The first part of the Rambam told us what? That the uh, child is, uh, is uh, a full-fledged nefesh. You can only kill the baby, can abort the fetus, in order to save the mother, because of Roydev. He's running after the mother to kill her. So then, <coughs> why even after the baby is born, after the head comes out, he's still being Roydev, the mother? Maybe the mother not becomes Roydev at that point. So this kasha is asked by the Gemara. This question is asked by the Gemara in Sanhedrin, I am based my base. Says the Gemara, look up here, Once the head comes out, you can't touch it. Quotes the Gemara, Mishnah Mesephtas Aholis. Ask the Gemara, Vamai, Roidifu. Even though the baby has come out, he's a Roidif. Shiny Hussam, and for the Gemara, that's different. The Mishamaya Karatfila. That's not a roidif. Shemaim is being roidifer. In other words, the Gemara is telling us a Chiddush, which the Rambam clearly does not accept, that you cannot be a roidif b'shev v'altasef. I'm just being. I'm just existing. My existence cannot be classified as redifa. That's mishamayim karatfila. In order to be a roidif, you have to be kumbase pursuing someone else to kill them. Yeah. So the Gemara says there's no shaykhus of redifa over here by the baby to the mother. The Rambam clearly does not accept that. It's logical. If there's two cups, one cup of water, and only one can survive with a cup of water, no, you you don't get him out of that. So you're, huh? You're not called a roidif. I'm just here. I'm, I'm, I'm here. Ich bin du. You can't call me a roidif for being here. But before, oh. how can they say the Oh, so the Rambam clearly does not subscribe to this because the Rambam said before the baby is born. Correct. The Rambam said before the baby is born, he's a roidif. So the so Reb Chaim writes. Rebchaim has a long shtickle on this Rambam in Parakal, Filchas Vetech Halachates. It's explained a little bit further in the Evan Ozo by Rabbi Zalman. He quotes something from Rebchaim which is a little bit clearer than what Rebchaim says in the Sefer. And Ramosha has this in the Chuvas and Chaylok Beis, Chayshamish, but Simon Sadi Tes, Samach Tes. 
where they all say the Rambam is following the Yushalmi. The Yushalmi asked the same question as the Babli. How come once the baby comes out, he's still not being raised if the mother? You should be able, well, even though Yatsa Roshai, we should be able to kill the baby in order to save the mother. He's running after the mother to kill her. Says the Yushalmi, what Leslie suggested. Yushalmi says, she asked this very same question, but it says, She'ein at yoidea mi hoire gets me. Who's being right if who? Is the mother being right if the child? Or is the child being right if the mother? So since we have two rights, I come to a situation, I see two men fighting on the floor. You can't kill one because he's a right if after the other one. I don't know who's being right if who over here. The, right if. Child's not being, the mother's not endangering the child's life. The child's endangering the mother's life. If you're going to abort the fetus to save the mother, now... Uh, <laughs> it goes both ways. You can't have both. You can't have both, because the mo- baby's going to kill the mother, so the mother is killing the baby, Ace killing the baby. Why, why, why can't have the same way while it's still in the I'm sorry? Excellent. So now, Rabbi said we have a problem, okay? Rabbi said we have a major problem here. This is where Rabbi deals with. This is where Amisha deals with. We have a major problem. Fine, the Rambam's following you, Shalmi. Good, we found the Mitzvah. We found a source for the Rambam. Once the baby comes out, it's not the shot that they're not a Roidev. Now they're being Roidev. Zed, Zed. They're both being Roidev one another. Huh? So now Sheva does ain't nefesh with nefesh. But what about when it's inside? Why do we say the baby's being right if the mother? Say the mother's being right if the baby. Why do you kill abort the fetus to save the mother? How about we all know? If he's not considered a chai, then you don't need right if. If he's not a if he's not a if he's not a chai, that's Rashi's reason. Rashi said, I'll tell you why you can kill the baby. He's not an nefesh. You don't see the mother. Let's say the. There are two sides here. No. That's my mother is right. Yes. So you're going to kill her. You're going to save the Uber? You save the Uber. Side? No. If you steal the side, you need the mother. Uh, like, oh, maybe. <laughs> 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 yeah. Okay, Rabbi, say that's the major problem. Now you know why there's a Rabbi on this uh, Rambam. If, if the Rambam needs Raydev in order to kill the abort the fetus, because the fetus is really alive. Not like Rashi Ra- Ra- said, abort the fetus, no problem to save the mother. Love Nefeshu. No. So we can we understand that it's easy. It's not that that's an Isaac Chaval, it could be Dirk Chaval to save the mother. Once it comes out, it's her life. Ain't Dirk Nefesh, Ain't Nefesh. The Ram says, no, the only reason you can kill the fetus because the fetus is a real life is because of Roy Dave. So then, how come when the baby comes out, so now all of a sudden you can't abort, kill the baby to save the mother? Oh, now they're both being Roy Dave Zed How come before it wasn't Zed Roy Dave Zed Zed? Ain't Dirk Nefesh, Ain't Nefesh. So explains Ramosha the most clear. Ramosha writes in the truth of the following. And it could be this is what Rav Chaim meant also. Is that when the baby comes out, now they both have an equal claim to the life. They both have an equal chazaka on the, on equal claim, an equal taina to be alive. They're both full-fledged lives. And, you know, and But before the baby comes out, even though he is a nefesh, he's in a, to kill it, it sounds like from the realm of being Nisaf Ritzik, the only reason he's allowed to do it to save the mother is because he's a roidate. Before he comes out, he's not on equal footing with the mother. So therefore, you don't say Zer Roydev. We say the mother has the Iker claim, the, you know, the, the main Cheskas uh, in, in, in this discussion, and, you know, compared to the Vlad. The Vlad, even though he's alive, doesn't have an equal claim to the life of the mother, and therefore he is deemed to be the Roydev, Acha the mother, who's the near death. 
This is perhaps, huh? One second. This is perhaps a 40 days. He's a lower, it's not he's a lower nefesh, he is less of a claim vis-a-vis the mother. Yes. For example, I believe, Rabbi Isai, I believe that this is the basis for the famous psak of Ramosha. If you remember, you've heard about it, in 1977 there was a case in Philadelphia of the, what they call now, conjoined twins. Of the twins that were joined at the heart. Normally heart has four chambers. Here they had six chambers of the heart. One f- baby had four. The other baby had two. And they were connected. The heart both could not, uh, the heart could not support both, uh, both babies. So both were going to die. Unless they separated them. If they separated them, so one was going to die. So the, it's a, what, I mean, fascinating case, but the doctor in the hospital, who later went on to, I heard, become the Surgeon General, the doctor in the hospital was the chief ethicist, deferred to Ramosha. Whatever Ramosha said was ethic, ethical, that's what they would do in the hospital. So they sent the Shiloh to Ramosha. Huh? Not Jewish, no. Not Jewish. Dr. Everett Koop, I think. Not Jewish. So he became Surgeon General. <laughs> He's a friend of the Paskin, Ramosha Paskin, the, again, the one with the two chambers in the heart, they were joined at the heart, but the one, had, but he had also a blood disorder. So Ramosha said like this, Ramosha said that uh, they're really Zeb being right of a Zeb. Each one, you can't have both be alive. The, the heart can't support both. But yet, Ramosha said the one that had the four chambers of the heart in his, you know, closer to his body, and he didn't have the blood disorder, had a greater claim to life than the one that had the two chambers in his heart and had the blood disorder. So Ramosha said they were allowed to separate the two and to allow the one that had the two chambers and never to die in order to save the other one because he is considered the right if and the one with the four chambers in the heart who had the greater claim, uh, stronger claim, is considered to be the near duff. That's like uh, kill the right if to save the near duff. I believe Ramosha did, never wrote a chuva about that case, but I believe that that's the same uh, logic that Ramosha is, uh, is, is articulating over here with regards to this Rambam. The Rambam believes that the child is alive. It's reticled to abort the fetus. The only reason he's allowed to do it to save the mother is because he's a roidif. Why is he a roidif? If he's a real life, why don't you say the mother's being roidif? Him, the answer is because the mother has a greater claim to the life than the fetus. The was Ben but the babies were Ben Neyach, right? No, no. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's why they asked the Shia by He didn't defer to Ramesha generally. It's only because here. He's just, he, normally a rabbi can say whatever you want. In the hospital, they have their own ethics boards. But here, this guy happened to be. Uh, if the mother has a terminal illness. Oh. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Okay. Right now. <coughs> so many Achrayim, not many. Rabbi Chaim always has a tshuva in Ach. He has a chelik. Gimel Siminai and Beis. And the Torah Chesed has a tshuva as well. Chelik Beis Simin and Beis, though, an argument like this. Again, right now what we have on the table is that why you're allowed to kill the baby in order to save the mother. Rashi says because the baby before it's born is not a nefesh. If we're not dealing with an Isra Vritzicha, perhaps we're dealing with a Marit like an Isra Chavala of Chagva Ba'atzmai. The Rambam seems to tell us we're dealing, no, you're only allowed to kill the baby to save the mother because he's a right if after the mother to kill her, which sounds like we're dealing with a real, full-fledged uh, nefesh over here. And uh, uh, normally, uh, abortion, aborting a fetus, would be an Isra of Vritzicha. However, Reb Chaim Oizer and the Torah Chesed argue the following. They say, even for the Rambam, even for the Rambam, that's only in one specific case. That's only considered to be an Isra in the case that the Rambam's discussing. What is that? Ha'isha shehi mekasha leilet. She's already in labor. 
or she's at a very late stage, perhaps, at a very late stage of the pregnancy, where the child can live already on its own. But if you're dealing with earlier in the pregnancy, before the very late stages of the pregnancy, or before uh, the mother is in labor, where the child can arguably not live on his own, then maybe even the Rambam would agree. Rashi says all abortion, lab nevishu. Maybe even the Rambam would agree there that we're not dealing with an iser of Ritzicha. And their argument is based on the Gemara Mesechlis Erechen. The Gemara says Mesechlis Erechen over here, Davzayin Mid Aleph. A woman who's chayiv misas beizin. She's machal shabbos before esya beizin b'basra, and now we're going to give her skila. Ain mamtinin lo achetegret. Let's say she's pregnant. We discover she's on death row. We discover she's pregnant. Do we wait for her to deliver, or do we administer misas beizin beforehand? We do not wait for her, says the Mishnah. Ain mamtinin lo achetegret. Once she sits on the birthing table, she's in labor. Now we wait for her to deliver the baby. Why? Says the Gemara, what's the difference? My cave on the Okar. Since the Vlad has already detached itself somewhat from the mother, because she's getting ready to deliver Gufa Achrina, who now he's already a separate goof. Beforehand, says the Gemara, Gufa he. The first line in the word, Pshita Gufa he. That's part of her body. You kill her with her arms and her legs, so too you kill her with the fetus. But if once the baby's already Yajva, the mother is Yajva Lamashbear, now it's Kevin the Ukar, Gufa Achrina, who is already a separate entity. And I think that there's a good reason why. It makes a lot of sense. It's not an arbitrary distinction. There's a fascinating Rambam over here, the last thing, writes the Rambam the following case. If a person has a shivcha, meaning a Eved who's a woman, and she's pregnant, and he wants to give her a get shivcha, he wants to free her. He says to her, you are free, your, uh, your fetus, your you know, unborn child, will remain an evid to me. Can you do such a thing? Says the Rambam, Dvarv Kayomen. You can do that, okay? You have a pregnant shifra, you can free her but without the fetus. I keep the fetus. If I say to the woman, you are going to remain an, e- an evid, but your fetus will go free. I have no interest in that. You know, I don't want that. You can't do that. Why? That's as if you freed half, uh, half an Evid. So, what's the, so, so the Ravid says, what? And the Seifi said, you want to free the mother, I'm sorry, you want to free the Vlad without freeing the mother? You can't do that. That's freeing half an Evid. You can't free the Vlad without the mother. But in the first part of the Ramam, he said, you can free the mother without the Vlad. If you can't free the Vlad without the mother, because that's half... You're freeing half an Evid. You can't do that. You have to free the whole Evid. How can you free the mother without the Vlad? What happens if you don't say anything? You just free the mother and you don't free the Vlad. You, you don't say that. So then, then they both go. Oh. Then they both go, right? Probably. So then, the mother I don't know. If you just say the mother's free and she's pregnant... Yeah, but let's say I want to keep the Vlad. Like, I'm freeing the mother. You don't, you don't I don't know. Well, that's what I'm talking about. That I'm saying I free the mother and I keep the Vlad. <laughs> the mother should exist without the Vlad. The cannot exist without the mother. Oh, so says Reb Chaim. Reb Chaim explains in his piece, he has a piece on this Rambam too. Reb Chaim writes, because the halacha, that the Vlad and the mother are connected, 
is only from the perspective of who? From the Vlad. Because the Vlad can't exist without the mother. So when you're viewing, I want to free uh, the Vlad, you can't just free the Vlad. The Vlad is not an independent entity. He's connected to the mother. You've got to free the mother too. But the mother is an independent entity. She doesn't need the Vlad. So you can free the mother without the Vlad. She can exist without the Vlad. But you cannot free the Vlad without the mother because his life is dependent on her. Whenever one person's life is dependent on someone else, he's not considered to be an independent life, he's considered to be part of one big life with a with larger entity. The mother's life, though, is not dependent on the Vlad, so she's not considered, she, she, she's her own independent entity. She's not uh, considered to be one life with the Vlad, but the Vlad is considered to be one life with the mother. So could that serve as an Parenthetically, I would argue that that's why you don't need Ramesh's Raydev by the conjoined twins. You just could have said, since they both can't live without one another, hey, it's one life. So, so you 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 uh, you. Uh, so in this case, you never. Sometimes you have to. Free them to deliver the vlad to the. Other. I'm sorry. Is she yeah, free to deliver the vlad to the other? Yes, Haisha now, huh? Normally, yes, if she'd remain a shifra, but here he wants to free. You can make the case oh. that she shouldn't be. What's the cutoff during pregnancy? Oh. Is it labor? Is it okay? so that the Torah say Yolades or Zilberstein has a law? Not sure. Is it the end, once the fetus in theory could live on his own, let's say nowadays, sixth month, seventh month, or he's, he's not convinced that that's the cutoff? Could be it's later. Could be it's, it's because there the baby not, can't come out on his own. You can't ask the baby, okay, come out. You know, you're on your own. And he needs a lot of medical intervention, so I'm not sure that's called living on your own. Each case is different. Okay, Rabbi, so let's sum up over here. So we have is like this. The issue of abort, aborting a, a fetus, Tysus told us, is an Easter. We don't know what kind of Easter it is. For Rashi and the Marit, we're dealing with an Easter of Chavala, of Chavo Ba'atzmai, or Yosef La'Kaisai. You're not allowed to wound yourself. And for the Rambam, sounds like we're dealing with an Easter of Ritzicha. Ramesha, are you, and you're only allowed to kill the baby in order to save the mother because the baby has the status of a Raidev. But, but, which sounds like we're dealing with a real nefesh, a real neshama, and you only have to kill him because he is a roidev in order to save the mother. And some achreinim, Ramosha writes that that extends throughout the pregnancy. However, other achreinim argue, Reb Chaim and the Taurus Chesed argue, that that should only be in the later stages of the pregnancy, when the baby, or maybe only when the baby is uh, being delivered, that the baby can actually live on its own, but in earlier stages of pregnancy, even perhaps the Rambam might agree, we're only dealing with an Isra of Chavola. According to Ramosha, and uh, perhaps that's the Pashup Shad and the Chaim, that the uh, fetus is always considered to be alive. You're only allowed to kill the, uh, abort the fetus in order to save the mother because he has the status of a Raidev. So the Achreinim write, the Sridei Yesh, of Yitzhak Zilberstein has a safer called Torah Seyogadis, where they write that Nebuchadnezzar should come out in the following case. You cannot perform, uh, you cannot uh, treat the mother. Let's say a mother, which is a case by, raised by Dr. Goldman, let's say the mother has Nebuchadnezzar, uh, a terminal illness, or not, not terminal illness, let's say she has uh, cancer. So she's going to need uh, chemotherapy. But the problem is, the chemotherapy is going to kill the baby. But the baby's not being right if the mother. The mother is, uh, is sick independently. It's not the baby, it's the, 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 the pregnancy that's causing her to be sick. So can you treat the mother knowing that in your treatment of the mother, Nebuch, you're going to have to kill the baby? But the baby is not the one being right if. So the Achraim say, from Rav Moshe, if you, the only reason you're allowed to save the mother, to thwart the fetus to save the mother, is because he has the status of a Raidev, so then here you, perhaps it's arguable you can't do it. Who's the Esra? The mother or the doctor? Huh? Who's the Esra? The mother or the doctor who's giving administration, administration of the chemo or the taking of the chemo? Oh. 
both probably because they're both participating. Why? Because she's she's being Messiah. She's standing there. I don't want to dwell on this case. It's too sad. But Shlomo Zalman writes in the Nishmas Avram, Dr. Abraham quotes from Shlomo Zalman, a different he argues, nah, the, the baby is being rode if the mother because he's standing in the way of her treatment. So the, in a certain sense, maybe it is being rode if... Uh, Sheva Altasa is a rode It is being rode if the mother. Well, the Ramam clearly feels Sheva Altasa can be a rode yeah. It can't, can't be a right. Huh? Yeah, but the, the bigger nafkamina between the Paiskim comes up in Nebuch, also tragic situations, of let's say a person, um, we know that the baby is not going to be well. We know the baby will not be able uh, to live too long. Like the tragic cases of Tay-Sachs, which were much more common before the genetic testing, or there were other uh, German measles, or this, uh, there was a drug called... Thalidomide, which caused terrible uh, birth defects, and you knew that uh, the baby was not either going to be able to live or was going to suffer terribly. So can you perform an abortion in that case? So that's like a, a shasad chak. It's to prevent uh, uh, you know, the parents from going through a terrible tzara and prevent the baby from suffering. But we're not dealing, no one's here, in, no one's life is in danger. You're not saving the mother. Can you perform an abortion in a, in a shasad chak? Is that really the case? So if we're dealing... If a woman is pregnant, isn't, she, isn't there some... Some form. I mean, I know that most women give birth and they're fine, but she is in some sort of. Yeah, but not because of not more than any other pregnancy. Yeah, the Tasax pregnancy. She's not in danger any more than any other pregnancy. Correct, but pregnancy itself is some. But that's not a reason to. You can't abort the fetus every time to save the mother. Same thing. Yeah, that's right. So if one second, sorry, let's just finish up. So if if abortion is an isa verticha, so then there'd never be a heter. Uh, according to Ramosha, there's no heter. That's why Ramosha wrote the truth. But there's no heter to abort the fetus in these tragic situations. But if the tzitzit disagreed, if we're dealing with, uh, was well noted for disagreeing, if we're dealing with an isa chavala, so chavala is allowed if it's for a tikkun, as Leslie mentioned. The Rambam writes over here, Oizdalid. The only time you also to be chavol ba'atzma is derech nitzayon. If it's in a destructive or harmful fashion. If I'm being chayvah ba'atzmi, because uh, I want to improve the way that I look, or to fix the problem, so then even though, yeah, at the beginning of the procedure being chayvah, but it's in order to remove a mole or something, to fix something, that's not an isa of chayvah ba'atzmi, that's called derech tikkun. So so to over here, to be chayvah in the child, or to be chayvah in that limb of the mother, the child, the fetus, to save the mother from, you know, to make a tikkun, to save the mother from a, a very difficult situation, so then if we're only dealing with an isa of chayvah, it could be argued that it would be allowed. So there's a well-known tshuva from the Rabbi Yaakov Emden in the Sheila Siyavitz, where he was dealing with a woman who was uh, had, had uh, was given a rice, was pregnant with a mamzer, and she the, the 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 difficulty of the situation was going to overwhelm her, and he felt that that was a sufficient shazar chak to allow uh, to allow an abortion. I don't know nowadays that, that that's, but that's a fame well known tshuva from Yaakov Ender, not endorsing it you know in any way, but that's a well known uh, psak. And based on that precedent, the tzitzelies are allowed in certain situations. Yeah. Yes. So tzitzelies was famous for allowing it. And allowing the abortion because he felt we're dealing with an Isra of particularly, I think he would only allow it earlier on in the pregnancy, not later stages or when the child or when the mother was, uh, certainly when the mother was in labor. Zilashin is not sure. But definitely before the child can come out and live on its own. So let's say the end of the sixth month, seventh month, whatever the cutoff is. But certainly until. Uh, 
you know, until later stages, Tzitzel allowed it, and Ramosha wrote a tshuva in the late, in the early 80s, disagreeing with Tzitzel vehemently that is not allowed. Anything that's in between, where let's say a child will suffer other genetic disorders, every case, of course, has to be dealt with, in, you know, independently, the situations are different, and uh, the, the, you know, the, the, the disorders are different, and the situation of the parents are different, obviously, everything has to be dealt with uh, independently, but that was the Psaac of Tzitzel for, uh, for those, uh, for the, the Tzitzel baby. The it's only a road day if it's late, Makash right. What happens early when it's not Makash Lele? So that, that it's that's what the Chaimaisers argue. That's the argument of Teres Chesed. It's not be rated. What? It's not be rated. Just, just rated. No, it is. But, 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 but there's no other category. The, the, no, it's, it's not a rated. Meaning he's not an Efesh. Not an Efesh. There's no other category. Right. All right, so we'll reiterate, Rabbi, of course, this year was in order to be informed and be knowledgeable about the issues, but every case needs to be dealt with independently. Thank you.